Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Let's make some trades next on Fantasy Football Today in 5. Hello and welcome to FFT in 5. I'm Chris Towers here with Dave Richard and we're going to talk about some trades. But first, as has been the case for the last couple of days, we got to do Cooper Cup in 5 or maybe 30 seconds. Cooper Cup will be placed on IR. He's going to have surgery on his ankle. It's a big blow, arguably the best player in fantasy. We've talked about it a lot the last couple of days. I don't think we need to spend much time on it, but yeah, not not great news there. Not great news for Dallas Goddard either. He's going to miss, quote, expend, extended time with a shoulder injury suffered during Monday night's game. I think it was on that play where he fumbled that should have been a, a face max. So definitely some insult to injury there. And then other interesting note from Tuesday, Najee Harris is dealing with some knee soreness. It doesn't sound like it's a major deal, but Mike Tomlin did say that he could be limited in week 11. That could push Jalen Warren into even uh, a bigger role. Although, Dave, I'm not sure about you, but I, I don't think Warren would be a top 24 running back for me if Harris is active. No, but if Harris is inactive and we've got ourselves a workhorse running back for yep. the Steelers, uh, especially if the Bengals don't bring back DJ Reader this week, he would make my top 24, maybe even top 20 at running back would be a, a low to maybe even middle of the pack starting option. He's given you at least 10 PPR points each of the past two games. If he's still somehow on the waiver wire in your league, yeah. uh, change that. Pick him up. Although I'm not, I, I think I would pick him up ahead of Tony and Christian Watson, but that's it's it's really, I think it really comes down to what you need and how badly you want running back depth. Yeah, I think thinking about it, I think Jalen Warren, like I'd probably rank him, somewhere higher than Deontay Foreman if Najee Harris was out, just because I think it could be a similar workload, but more passing game work. More passing game work. And remember, that that taking him over Tony or Watson, that's on the suggestion that Najee's out. Yeah. If Najee's in, of course you're not going to take Warren ahead of those yep. guys. Let's just right. make it clear. Let's talk about some trades, and I'm going to hit you with a buy-high candidate that I think you can get for cheaper than you should be able to right now, and that's Rondale Moore. He's having himself a, a little bit of an Amon Ross St. Brown-esque breakout for the Cardinals. He's looked like the guy that they draft, that we thought he would be when they drafted him, playing primarily out of the slot, doing a lot after the catch, although he did have a career-high 110 air yards in Week 10, so that was an interesting wrinkle. Interesting, um, yeah. They threw him deep toward the end of the game. Yeah, over the past six games, he's on a 100-catch, 1,100-yard pace. That includes that one game when DeAndre Hopkins came back and Rondell Moore was playing primarily out of position and only had one catch. So he's been really good. He's a top-12 wide receiver for me uh, in Week 11. Partially, that's a result of this kind of being a a mini buy-mageddon for wide receiver. But I really like Rondell Moore right now. Let's get a a buy-low candidate from you, Dave. I would start a quarterback with Justin Herbert and the fact that he's getting Mike Williams and Keenan Allen back. Love the schedule coming up for him. Kansas City, Arizona, Vegas, Miami, Tennessee. There's a lot of favorable matchups in there, and he's going to have his receivers back working for him. And this is already a Chargers team 
Chris, they are one tenth of one percentage point behind Tampa Bay in pass rate this season. They're throwing the ball 66% of the time. The Bucs are at 66.1. Bucks might fall just a little bit because they want to run a little bit more. Chargers could become the pass heaviest team in the National Football League. Herbert's been terrible for the past few weeks. Yeah. I, I think that it's not a, him. It, I don't. Well, it might be a tad bit of him because of the rib injury. Yeah, yeah. But it's not because of a lack of talent. He's not overrated. Nothing like that. I think you should be able to get him pretty cheap in trade right now. And he could be a top five quarterback rest of season. Absolutely. I agree with that. If Keenan Allen and Mike Williams are back, you know, this week and the next couple of weeks, I think that could be really, really valuable for Justin Herbert because right. he really misses them. It's been just all dink and dunk stuff. He needs guys who can make plays after the catch like Keenan Allen can and make plays down the field down like the Mike field. Williams can. So sure. I think that's the big thing for him. Uh, how about a sell high candidate for you? I'm going to make the case to sell high on CD Lamb, but I'm not talking about just selling high. This is like it's like, you got to get greedy. With C.D. Lamb, okay? I'll, I'll explain in a minute, but he's coming off his best game ever. Catches, yards, yeah. touchdowns, as good as it's gotten. It was his sixth 100-yard game. He's played 41 games in the National Football League. I love the guy, but the huge target volume that he had compared to most weeks, is that a sign of things to come, or is that a blip? And I would bet that that's a blip on two fronts. Number one, when Dak has thrown, he spread it around. Sure, yep. C.D. is going to be his number one target, but it's never going to be to the to the size that it was in week number 10. And also, the Cowboys like being balanced. They like running the football. And sure, they did a lot of that with Tony Pollard. He had a career day in terms of rush attempts. But I know that Ezekiel Elliott's going to come back, and that's going to potentially take pass attempts away from Dak Prescott. Three of the next four games that the Cowboys are going to have are against defenses ranked in the top five in fewest fantasy points allowed to wide receivers. Talking about teams that aren't necessarily great, like uh, the Colts and the Texans and the Jaguars, but they're up there. They're, they they do a good job of keeping receivers from crushing them, probably because running backs are crushing them. <laughs> if you can turn them into A.J. Brown or uh, I think Terry McLaurin and Jeff Wilson for CeeDee Lamb is a good deal, you might look for more. Again, be greedy. But if you've got CeeDee Lamb and you're 5-5 five and five and you need some starting help, trading Lamb to get two really good, I'm stressing this, Really good starters, I think, can save your season. Turn one great player who might be valued just a little bit too high. Like Jamie and Heath on FFT said that he's a top five receiver. I don't think he's quite there. But, dude, if you can trade him like he's a top five receiver, I think now's the time to do it. He's a top five receiver for me this week, but we've got some pretty big names on by. I think he's more in the eight to 12 range most weeks. So I don't disagree with you there. I think it's, it's an opportunity. Look, it's like you said, the best game of his career. Anytime you got a guy coming off the best game of their career, there's an opportunity to maybe sell them for a little more than they're worth. But yeah, you got to get overwhelmed. I think when you're trading CD lamb right now and you probably can be, so that's a good spot to be in. That's going to do it for FFT and five. We'll be back tomorrow to talk about some week 11 start sit calls. We'll see you then. When you have sports mixed with your pop culture, along with humor and celebrity interviews, your earbuds are enjoying the Rich Eisen Show. Dan Orlovsky, are you still a Jaden Daniels is the best quarterback available in the draft guy? I think the three things that make it stand out for me are, number one, I think his ball placement versus man coverage is the best in the draft. Every quarterback in the NFL is accurate. He's got the best on tape. Number two, most transferable stuff to the NFL. And then I think the third thing is pocket peace. Search for the Rich Eisen Show on YouTube or wherever you listen.